0: I was super grateful last week for Jason Tapro. Thanks, Jason. Where are you? Fantastic. I got to watch from afar because we, my family and I, were given an amazing gift to go to Disneyland. So we went down to Southern California. And um it's amazing. A couple things uh, that were really amazing. Uh, I mean, you realize that almost 50,000 people every day go through that place. So in four days, the same number of people go through there that live in Whatcom County, not Bellingham, the county, that many people are going through all the time. And you know they're going through, they're going after fun and fantasy. You're, You're leaving reality and going into another space. In fact, I, let me show you a picture because to go into the park there you here you are going into the park, you have to go through these arches to go in and have you ever noticed that if you 've been to Disneyland, many of you have so so if, if you have and even if you haven't this is incredible though so you have to go through these arches what's on the plaque that you're going in let me share here it is here you leave today and enter the world of yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. So and and it's planned out that way, right? You go into this managed place of unreality. It's not reality. It's not a romance novel, not that kind of fantasy. It's it's a world that's better, a world of kindness and joy, of of good and and winning and and bad losing, right? You can see the villains and you know they're there, and they're not so bad. They're mostly there as a foil for the good people to to conquer them. Captain Hook is. It's kind of a nice-looking guy. There's things you do just for the fun of it, right? There's rides that immerse you in the experiences that you don't have every day. You get to soar over the world, and, and you move. You don't just see, you move, and you smell the smells, and it's amazingly managed. And You get to fly over London with Peter Pan, or, or you get to ride the, 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 the Jeep that Indiana Jones was in and miss the big stone that rolls at you. A recently new ride, I didn't go on it, but, but it, you, you actually drive the Millennium Falcon. You do it, you experience these things. Beautiful settings, carefully curated, and really, really drive you, drive you in. And you kind of say, well, yeah, I know, Dax, I know it's all fake though, you know, and yeah, but you know, they do things too for you as the adult. Like you see through all that stuff. You know what I found the most attractive thing in Disneyland? I shared it with someone earlier today already. They do this thing now called the fast pass. Have you heard of that? It is so cool. There's like there's like people who have been waiting in line for an hour and if you have planned it out right and you've picked your little pass, you get to you get to go right by them. It's so cool! All those chumps in line, and you get to go right to the front. It is awesome, and so you plan out your day around that because as the adult, you win. You you, all the rides you're going to do, and you figure it all out. So, so all those people in line, and you beat them all. I loved it. That's the best part. See, see, see. That's all part of the the piece, right? They've thought about that. They this 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 piece that you come in, but it's all a fantasy. It's there's not really any skipping of the line you get to do in life. You should never be thought of as real. The characters are in costume, obviously. They're paid to interact with you. They're they're not having any hand. You're, You're not really flying a spaceship or rescuing a rebel from the Darth Vader whatever thingy. Did I say that wrong? I must have. Every person who's in there has paid like 200 bucks to go through the door. And you know how long trash stays on the ground in Disneyland? Average time statistic: six minutes. You know why? Some because out of the goodness of their heart, they just love everything clean. They've got a legion of people in white with like picking up trash all the time. The only reason it's six minutes is because some of it goes in the bushes; it's hard to find. Otherwise, it'd probably be like three seconds. Like it's that amazing and and curated. And I'll tell you what, even. Even with all of that and I know it's fake and I, I get, still get pulled into it, you still can't escape yourself. Went down one early, one early ride and it, I got my, I was wearing these old running shoes because I knew I'd be walking a lot. You walk like 20 miles or 30 miles, 120 miles, whatever. <laughs> and, and, and so there was, and, but one of the first rides we went on, my feet got wet. So I didn't feel for me so much as I felt for my family and then the four foot zone of space around me because your shoes, once they're wet, they start to smell. And so I walked the whole time with these running shoes. that so were like, oh, who, who? <laughs> it's me. I couldn't get away, right? Or, you know, it's just, it's, ah. This is the thing. We have fantasies. We have these things we buy into. We go in. We want to go to Disneyland. We want to have that escape. We, we want to, but we have trouble distinguishing reality. And you got to see a little bit of this last week with Jesus restoring Peter. But what the Bible does, it comes in and it gives us the truth. And the truth is so important to distinguish from, from our illusion, from our, from our fantasy. Here's our fantasy mostly, that we would be faithful. We would be true. We would be worthy. That we wouldn't be the betrayers of Jesus. That we would be able to form such a great place as Disneyland represents. All the lights on, all the things in place, goodwill towards men, everything working beautifully. That that there wouldn't be, or, you know what, stinky shoes don't matter. There can be a few stinky shoes. But overall, people are, hey, there, there's there's good eggs. And I want to be one of them. That, that. is a fantasy that by good intentions we can escape being betrayers that we can attain a world of goodness and kindness and beauty because we want it So, so our thing today is betrayed it's about Jesus being betrayed it's about the event of history the event that's true the story that is true of Jesus and where do we find ourselves in it and I would say this, I wrote it in your outline, betrayal of Jesus is our condition. His action is our hope, not my act. His action is my hope. We trust that we are forgiven and loved by the King. This is why I come to church with you. This is why I sing these songs. I need it again to hear that my condition is not not beautiful, wonderful Disneyland. My condition is I'm a betrayer. But I'm forgiven, and I'm loved. So are you. Okay, let's look. We're going to look at Peter and Jesus and and the story. I want you to feel the story, but I want you to to understand as you go through and and feel the, the weight of the scriptures that tell us the truth of how much time the writer is spending on the disciples. I mean every every eye, every moment, every breath should always just be on Jesus. So there's a reason why the disciples are getting so much in Peter, getting so much airtime. So we'll see it as we go through. First, faithfulness proclaimed. Here we go. Verse twenty six of Mark chapter fourteen. It's a long passage. We'll mostly flow through the scene so you can see it. Here we go. Verse twenty six. And when they had sung a hymn, oh they were singing. They went out, and they as Jesus and the disciples, together, to the Mount of Olives. And and Jesus said to them, his disciples, you will all fall away. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep will be scattered. But after I'm raised up, I will go before you to Galilee. Galilee. It sounds like we're just diving in the middle, but this is actually a a scene change. This is the start of Jesus going to the cross. And and with his declaration from Zechariah chapter 13, that's where that phrase is from. That quotation that he uses, strike the shepherd, the sheep will be shattered. It starts with this. Let me just read it to you. On that day, this coming day of the Lord. There shall be a fountain opened by the house of, for the house of David and the inhabitants of Jerusalem to cleanse them from sin and uncleanness. This is it, says Jesus. This is the day that sin and uncleanness will go away. It's in that context that that prophetic statement from Zechariah says they will strike the shepherd because that's what it's about. And the sheep will scatter. This is the reality is Jesus is going to do it. The shepherd will do it and no one else. The incredible story of Jesus Christ, the son of God, going to the cross alone to die for us and rescue us and suffer for us. All his action instead of our illusion, right? We long to be part of the picture. We want to be part of the goodness. We want to be a support and not a drag. It's not just we want to be righteous. It's, 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 I want me in the game. So just as much as the wonder of what Jesus is doing testified to in the Old Testament carried forward to this very scene that, that we're in this day of this wonderful, amazing taking care of sin and uncleanness, you, you get this idea of what, what about us? Where do I fit in? Okay, Peter said to Jesus, "Oh, even though they all fall away, I will not." I love that. That so captures it, doesn't it? Peter's been with him, and he's given his life for him. He wants to be with him. He says, "I'm not. I'm not gonna leave you, Jesus. Everyone else can fall away, not me." And Jesus said to him, truly, I tell you, this very night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. We're super familiar with the story, but I hope you catch the the passion of it, the wonder of it, of, of, of Peter saying so strongly, no, 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 Jesus, you don't understand. My heart is here. He even says it right emphatically, if I must die with you, I will not deny you. Jesus, I'm your man. They all said the same. This tells me that this is us, right? Not just Peter. Peter, yeah, Peter, be Peter, Peter. No, no, they all said the same thing. Wouldn't you say that to Jesus? Jesus Christ is here. Wouldn't you say to him, Jesus, I'm your man. I'm your woman. I, I'm your person. Jesus, I'm for you. If anyone else thinks that's okay, you're everything to me. Of course, Jesus has already said that they're going to scatter. So you're going against God, but, but that doesn't take away from the, 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 the truth that we live in illusion. We live in unreality. We live in this idea that we have desire that can be actuated that we will stand with Jesus. That's what Peter's saying, right? They're ready, all of them, even to the death. They've bought the illusion. And, and so, and so you get this foreshadowing. I'll just read through this remarkable scene. He says, and, and then they went to a place called Gethsemane. And he said to his disciples, Jesus did sit here while I pray. And, and he took with him Peter and James and John and he began to be greatly distressed and troubled. And he said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. Remain here and watch. He took his guys who's closest to him, his friends, and Jesus is heartbroken and has the weight of the world almost literally upon him. He sees what's about to happen. He, he knows that he's paying for the sin of the entire world, including you and me, and is sorrowful, and he's got these guys who can support him and be with him and hold his hand and his arm and say, Jesus, we're with you. Off they go to pray. Going a little further, he fell on the ground and prayed that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. And he said, Abba, Father, all things are possible for you. Remove this cup from me. Yet yet not what I will, but what you will. This is remarkable, isn't it? It's in the garden and so famous. Another gospel account records Jesus praying tears of blood. He's so grieved in his heart. This is the Son of God on the cusp of the sacrifice of the world where he rescues us from the domain of darkness forever. It's not a hint of trying to get other people to be this way. This is simply who Jesus is. He's a statement of faithfulness and submission. This is our Savior and, and, he, and he's not... The contrast is, you're not that way. Not be this way. How do I know that? Because look look what the story is. Jesus came and he found them sleeping. He said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not watch one hour? i still got these words ringing in my ears. I will never leave you. Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Can't even pray for an hour? It says, well, we could do better. Actually, you know what? I think I would do better if I heard that. And so Peter got to hear that. Now he's going to stay awake for sure. I mean, think of the Son of God came. Couldn't even stay awake for an hour? Guess what I, now i do? Four days I wouldn't sleep. Man, the one hour no no. I, now I got it. Jesus. Okay, okay. I'm here with you. And again, Jesus went away and prayed, saying the same words. What's he saying? Oh, God, I wish this cup would pass from me, but I will do, I will do, Lord, what you want, O oh, Father. And again, he came and he found them sleeping. For their eyes were very heavy. It's one of my favorite phrases in the Bible. Isn't that great? Their eyes were very heavy. You ever been like that? Yeah. Like yeah, I'm right th- right now, Dex. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but it's true, right? Sometimes you just can't stay awake, and you're fighting. And you where's the toothpicks? And you want the toothpicks for your eyes, and you're trying to keep them up, and they didn't. They fell asleep again. The difference is, this is the event of the world. This isn't your your um, friends, daughters, kids. Performance at the Mount Baker Theater. This is like ground zero of the world breaking and the, the powers of darkness being overcome and, and then these amazing things happening and, and it's happening it's like it's like fireworks are about to go off everywhere in the whole universe and these guys are sleeping. And again, he came and found them sleeping. Their eyes were very heavy. They did not know what to answer him. I know we said we'd be with you, Jesus. I know this is a very terrible time for you. What's that blood on your brow? Oh, but I'm really sleepy. What? One more time. He came a third time and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? It's enough. The hour has come. The Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. Rise, let us be going. See, my betrayer is at hand. It's enough, Jesus says. What's enough? I, I think what's enough is the demonstration that their good intentions amounted to squat. Nothing. We ran it through three times. It's there for you to see. Not that they were sleeping while Jesus was praying, but Jesus repeated it and repeated it again. This this, this threefold look. at No, they, they, they don't really do it, right? They can't do it. Their good intentions led to zero support for Jesus. They left Jesus alone in deep agony and they fell asleep over and over. They're, they're not faithful. Jesus is. The disciples are most like us, I think, but there's some other players. Let's look at a couple of other players, this power exercised, because you continue to have this contrast. And the the contrast you're getting is not the good people versus the, the bad people and Jesus picking. It's humanity and Jesus. Verse 43, immediately while he was still speaking, Judas came, one of the 12, and with him a crowd with... Swords and and clubs from the chief priests and the scribes and the elders so that the the main religious people, the the head people, the ones who are in charge of the temple and the service and the worship of God and and the, the oversight of the people and they're sending this mob and they're sending it with the betrayer. Now the betrayer had given them a sign. Saying, "The one I will kiss is the man. Seize him and lead him away under guard." And when he came, he went up to him at once and, and said, "Rabbi!" And he kissed him, and they laid hands on him and seized him. So here's here's Jesus being betrayed, and Judas is the betrayer, and 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 with a kiss, Jesus is handed over, and he's seized by this armed mob from the chief priests, and 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 that's that's it. That's what's happening. But there's time in the text for this. Don't, don't miss this. But but one of those who stood by, drew his sword, and struck the servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Oh, Jesus had some help. We know who this is, right? You've read the other accounts. You know this is Peter. I know that Jesus, when Peter does this, Jesus says, stop. And he actually takes the ear and he puts it back on. Mark doesn't even take time. He just says, oh, yeah, somebody did this. But you know what? Inconsequential. No help. Jesus betrayed And there he goes. And cutting off someone's ear did nothing. Jesus says to them, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to capture me? Day after day I was with you in the temple teaching. You did not seize me, but let the scriptures be fulfilled. I've been around, says Jesus you could have got me any time and just walked up and and taken me away but 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 here we're playing something out and and it's particular and and it's the details are important, and it's that the Son of Man alone handed over to humanity by which he will be killed, betrayed, so see this, and they All left him and fled. A young man followed him with nothing but a linen cloth about his body, and they seized him, but he left the linen cloth and ran away naked. Most commentators say that's Mark, right? So even Mark is there with Jesus. He's he's walking around. And he's one of the people. And, and all the disciples saying they'll never leave him. And then they get seized. And everybody flees. And here's Mark. And they, they get Mark. They're going to take him. to. Don't take me. And he leaves his clothes there and runs away naked. Do, do you hear again the words of Peter of all of them? What the Bible says that they said, If I must die with you, I will not deny you. Yeah, and they all ran away. Even this young man naked. Mark himself numbers himself with the unfaithful, right? Where do you number yourself? The spotlight stays on Jesus and this mob. They led Jesus to the high priest. All the chief priests and the elders and the scribes came together. Peter had followed him in the distance right into the courtyard of the high priest. So Peter's there. He was sitting with the guards and he's warming himself with the fire. So we leave Peter kind of sitting there watching the proceedings and and, and now the chief priests and the whole council were seeking testimony against Jesus to put him to death, but they found none. Wasn't a reason to kill Jesus. Many bore false witness against him, but their testimony did not agree. Some stood up and bore false witness against him, saying, We heard him say, I will destroy this temple that is made with hands, and in three days I will build another not made with hands. Yet even about this their testimony did not agree. The high priest stood up in the midst and asked Jesus, Have you no answer to make? What is it that these men testify against you? It's a show trial, right? They want Jesus to buy in. The testimony is a sham. There's false witness going on. The best of mankind, the chief priests and the leaders of the temple of the Jews on this fateful day when God is making an end to sin and unrighteousness, they are sinning big time. They are bearing false witness against their neighbor. They think they have all the power. They live in a fantasy, but let me say this. Who's sitting there who could correct them? Peter's in the house. Peter saw Jesus, give sight to the blind, make the lame walk, cure leprosy, raise the dead. He could stand up all the disciples. We've seen these great miracles. Have you not seen them? All Jerusalem is borne witness that Jesus Christ has cast out demons. He, he raised Lazarus. Here's Lazarus. He can come and talk. Instead, Jesus is left alone. And he remains silent, and he made no answer as these people make these charges against him as they seek to exert their authority and power over him. And, and again, the high priest asked him, are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed? Are you Messiah? Are you the Son of God? And finally, Jesus, he breaks his silence because they're asking about power, and they're exercising power over him. And he says this, Jesus said, I am, and you will see the Son of Man seated at the right hand of power coming with the clouds of heaven. You want to see power, Jesus says? It's coming. Power you can't imagine coming with the clouds of heaven. That's something to accuse him with. (laughs) The reality that he is the Son of God. The high priest tore his garments. He said, what further witnesses do we need? You have heard his blasphemy. What is your decision? And they all condemned him as deserving death. Some begin to spit on him, cover his face and strike him, saying to him, prophesy. The guards received him with blows. Look at what they're doing to Jesus. Total wrongness and evil, beating him and accusing him of blasphemy and false witness and, and I expected of them, but they're the bad guys. But there's good guys in the room. You know, Peter and James and John, they saw Jesus transfigured. They saw him with Moses and Elijah. They've seen these things. They can, they can tell him, don't you evil Pharisees hurt Jesus. And, and, and in my thinking, this is my fantasy world. This is my Disneyland. Where I think they're good people. I think the best of us stand up and defend Jesus. Where the right choices lead to the right rewards. Where the good eggs are shown to be good in the midst of an evil generation. Where, where those who are Christ stand up and say, yeah, we, we, we are worthy. This is where hope gets lost. Found, too. As Peter was below in the courtyard, one of the servant girls of the high priest came, and, and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, you, you also were with the Nazarene Jesus. I recognize you, she says. I've seen you. You were with Jesus, but he, verse 68, denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you mean. <laughs> Yes, he does. He lies. Afraid, perhaps, because it's a servant girl of the high priest and he could get in trouble, I guess, but but who will stand with Jesus if Peter would? Maybe all this could be avoided. Cut out the false testimony. Get the people involved. But he doesn't. He... he's listening to this sham go on and he's complicit in it and he right that's that's the word right when you see an incredible injustice and you do nothing and he went out to the gateway and the rooster crowed And the servant girl saw him and began again to say to the bystanders, This man is one of them, but again he denied it. And after a little while, the bystanders again said to Peter, Certainly you are one of them, for you are a Galilean. A lot of Jesus' disciples came from Galilee. But he began to invoke a curse on himself, and to swear, I do not know this man of whom you speak in for a penny, and for a pound. The curse on himself, right? Curse me if this is true. I'm telling you it's not true. I do not know him, and may God curse me. Yes. Immediately, the rooster crowed a second time, and Peter remembered how Jesus had said to him, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. And he broke down, and he wept. Where does this leave us? Why is it presented like this? Why isn't it just the focus always on Jesus? Why do we expand and have so much on Peter? And I believe it's because we we are like Peter, you and I. We walk these paths, you and I. We have these good intentions, you and I, and we don't follow through. Right, The most incredible event ever where Jesus alone to the cross for us. This is the true reality of life as the Bible presents it right here. Jesus Christ, no fantasy. The focus of the story is on what? Our betrayal. The betrayal of those who knew better. Certainly against the professionally righteous, the chief priests, and the religious, but also this really strong note of betrayal by the disciples. The intention of, I won't leave you, Jesus, is simply not true. We're all complicit in betraying Jesus. And, and, and this just goes to what Paul would write. Right? What Paul would write in Romans, he said, there is no distinction No, no, no. I want to make a distinction. You know, there's the good disciples and the bad chief priests. That There's the ones who stood up for Jesus and the ones who ran away. There's the one who actually gave good testimony and the ones who... No, actually, there's no distinction. It's Jesus and everybody else. You're in the everybody else with me. (laughs) There's no distinction for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified, made righteous by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. The statement of I will never leave you nor desert you, you heard that one? I will never leave you or desert you. That's Jesus' statement to who? Us. We, we've seen faithfulness, and his name is Jesus. We've seen what it means to be true, and his name is Jesus. We've seen the one who didn't veer away at any point, and his name is Jesus. It's never your name. We want so much to enter the fantasy world where we're rewarded by our choices, where where we, by good intention, build a beautiful world and a better place, and instead we're given only this by the Bible. We betrayed him. We have to trust his action for us, and, and this actually is beautiful. Let me take just a quick stab before we end at why this is so important, because we don't live in Disneyland. Life isn't smiles and goodness and ever-growing kindness. We get frustrated. We yell at each other. We we ignore suffering, and we intentionally are irritating, and we can't seem to get it right, and and we get tired feet, and we have different desires, and we want different things than other people, and and nothing is at it should be. And you know what? I can only fake it for so long. I want to act like like life is Disneyland. (laughs) If I just do it all right, it'll be okay. And it doesn't work. It's not that we shouldn't want to be good, it's that we aren't good. The reality is Jesus knew it, and he went to the cross for us anyway. Remember what he said? Remember what he said, our Savior, as, as his disciples who he knows are going to betray him. And this is the story. is their betrayal, and we go, wow, I'm with them. But what did Jesus say to them? Back up with me. To me, this is the key line of the whole story we got to hear today. Jesus speaking to his disciples, you will all fall away, for it is written, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. See, I've received Jesus, and so I'm a sheep, I know I'm a sheep, and then I'm scattered, I miss it, I go off the mark. But what does Jesus say? And therefore, you are I'm going to kick you to the curb. No. But after I am raised up, I will go before you. Galilee. I get shivers every time I read it. After I'm raised up, after you've betrayed me, after I go to the cross, after I die for you, after I'm spit upon and beaten and scourged, after it all goes down and I stand alone, and after that, I will never abandon you. I will go before you. Not I will judge you. I will go before you. Our hope is that he goes before us. Never he makes me a success. He goes before me. This is the Jesus I receive. The one who has done it all for me. And I trust him. I trust when he says he's gone before me, he has. I trust when he says he's making a place for me, he will. I trust that when he says he's coming again, it will happen. And he has me. He has you all the way through. This Jesus, though, we are the betrayers. We trust in his love of us. This is the Jesus we receive. This is the the reason we gather and worship, is to receive this Jesus that goes before us, that knows that we fail, and he has us still. Trust him. Let's pray.